Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. You can find out more about my work as an intuitive guide and spiritual teacher at karenhager.com. Now then, as spiritual beings who are here to have a physical experience, our skin suit can get kind of roughed up in the process. Lots of dings and damage and changes happening. And what we experience in the body, at least as I believe it, always has an intersection with our emotional and energetic states. It's never just physical. So sometimes it's nice to hear from somebody who has a foot in both the spiritual and the medical worlds. And that's my guest today. Medical intuitive Timothy Wallace is here to share some of the ways in which he can feel intuitively into physical systems and share some ways you might be able to listen more closely to your body too. Are you ready to meet him? Psychic medium, intuitive, and healer Timothy Wallace entered the energy healing space following a 25-year career as a physician assistant. Once free of the healthcare provider label and all that entails, he found he could help others in ways he never imagined. Timothy combines his finely tuned attention to detail with an innate ability to be fully present in a body scan that helps you better understand your current state of health. He's completed a three-year mentorship program with Joseph Scheel and has been a featured medium with New Jersey Psychic Dinners. You can find out more about Timothy and his work at timothywallace.com. Timothy, welcome to Out of the Fog. Hi, Karen. Uh, it's my pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. How did you become aware of your abilities as a medical intuitive? Was it while you were working as a physician assistant? In a way, yes, I would say. Uh, and, and one of the ways that it became apparent to me something was going on would be uh, was when I, I would present a case to my supervising physician. Um, many times I would come to him and say, oh, you know, this feels like tendinitis or this feels like rosacea. This feels like gout. And he'd always say to me, well, you're not feeling it, are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, in, in, in some ways I was, I, I didn't realize it at the time, but, uh, uh, in, in some ways I was, so that sort of opened the door, so to speak, um, working, uh, towards the end of my career, I, I began to open up spiritually and found that, I, I was able to feel, um, abnormalities in other people's bodies, um, sort of it started slowly while i was working but when i stopped working professionally and started doing this more uh more frequently or with more intent uh, i found uh, how powerful it was when you talk about being coming aware of abnormalities in other people's bodies what what do you mean well well for me what what i do is you know i it I'm not the type of person that I'm, uh, it's not like I walk past you in a supermarket and and suddenly get a bad feeling and 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 feel the need to uh, tell you something. What happens with me is I I tune into your energy uh, and then sort of jump in, so to speak, uh, um, and feel my way around and, and and pretty much perform a 
uh, a physical on you from head to toe, starting with the head, eyes, ears, nose, and throat, working my way down. Um, and as I'm doing that, I sort of feel and see uh, what's going on. You also are a gifted psychic medium and trained with Joseph um, Scheel, who people know from Lilydale and um, from the um, that Netflix documentary. Um, is there a place where your is there a place where your gifts as a medical intuitive intersect with your gifts as a psychic medium? I hear people calling themselves medical mediums, and that's why I'm wondering about this question. Ah, well, well, for me, the intersection is I found that if I'm if I get myself into the space that I am in when I'm doing uh, mediumship, um, it's pretty much the same space that I'm in when I'm doing um, medical intuition. So it's that inner space where you're at peace, uh, that inner space where you're present. Uh, and I found myself able to be present uh, very quickly for people, uh, but with that, that inner space where you're present uh, and, and uh, able to notice uh, um, oh, the finest detail. Pretty much when when you're present with someone as a medical intuitive, are you also receiving guidance and messages from their loved ones in spirit? No, no, okay. I'm tuned into them. Um, uh, I'm tuned into them and, and into them only. So it sounds like it's separate. My, I was, I was wondering, I was imagining you doing a body scan and then with everyone's beloved dead also standing around um, making, making comments on what you were doing. So I'm hearing you say it's two very separate processes. It's two separate processes, but you know, now that you bring it up, it, you know, I, I believe that it would be possible. Uh, I think it may be uh, overwhelming to a degree, but I, I think it may be possible. Why don't we pay better attention to our physical bodies? Because our physical bodies talk to us all the time. Our physical system and our energetic assist, uh, system and emotional system. Why don't we listen to those messages? I believe you know we're we're we're, we're trained to uh, we're, we're we're trained as as, as uh, spiritual beings in a skin suit to look outward and not look inward. Um, so a lot of times, folks will uh, experience symptoms and um be afraid so to speak uh and and, and not want to follow them up uh sometimes folks will experience symptoms and you know experience it for such a long period of time that just becomes their normal not realizing that it's abnormal uh um many times folks um um just don't want to know the answer as a medical intuitive are you sensing things before physical symptoms begin sometimes not all the time sometimes and i I'll, I'll, I'll there's a scan that i did for someone recently where i kept going back to the lungs and i was insisting that there was congestion here uh, and i was told over and over again no <laughs> that's not the case and so uh so um it was a bit frustrating because I, I knew what I felt. Um, then a week later, um, I got the email. Um, well, I now have a horrible chest cold and I've got the worst congestion in my lungs I've ever had. So, um, so sometimes um, it's predictive, but most of the time it's, it's, it's the here and now. Mm. 
Can you say a little bit about how you prepare for a medical intuitive session and how you are able to bring yourself to be present in someone else's system? What does that feel like or look like or sound like for you? Well, for me, in, in preparation, I, there's uh, always a, a, a quick a quick meditation that I do, um, and I um, and in doing that, I uh, I open up my my energy centers, my chakras. Um, and one thing that your audience may may or may not know um, um, is that each of our energy centers, each of our chakras, corresponds to a separate musical note. Um, so uh, Do corresponds to our root chakra, Ray corresponds to our sacral chakra, Mi corresponds to our solar plexus chakra, and, and so on. So basically, what I do uh, to prepare for a medical intuition session is open up my chakras by singing the Do, Ray, Mi song, <laughs> and opening up all my chakras that way. Um, and then I just simply um, um say to myself, I encircle myself in the white light of God's love and divine protection, and then ask for uh, guidance along the way as we do the scan. Um, and then basically, at that point, I'm ready to do, I always do an aura reading for my clients first, because based on what I see and feel in their aura, if that resonates with them at the moment, then I know we're connected energetically. And then I just jump right on in. And when I jump right on and what that means is uh, uh, if we're doing a full scan i'll start with the head eyes ears nose and throat and as soon as i'm in someone's space i'll you know as, as soon as i begin to feel differently than what i normally feel then i know i'm in and i just sort of take it from there at the end of that session how do you close things up because I can imagine that sometimes it might be, um, even if you're in a, as an observer, as a reporter, I can imagine that sometimes it might be difficult to um, let go of some of that at the end of the session. How do you keep yourself clean as you leave the session? Uh, I do uh, what's, what's called uh, uh, a white a white light wash, and I just sort of wash myself with light, white light from, from head to toe. Um, and also uh, what, what, what's very helpful for me is uh, uh, washing my hands in cool water um, and splashing it on my face. <laughs> and that, uh, that sort of breaks, uh, breaks the bonds for me. That's, I love that too. I think, um, so I'm a professional intuitive and do a lot of private sessions every day. And there's something about water that is wonderful at um, gently kind of breaking any energetic ties that might be there and letting you start clean. That's funny that you and I are both washing our hands in cool water. Um, <laughs> um, so now let's say that you've got someone in front of you and you're in the, and you're in the session. What is it that alerts you? I'm just really curious. Do you see, sense, know, feel, smell, how are you feeling into those places in the physical system where something's up, where there's what you're calling an abnormality? Um, I'm primarily clairsentient, so mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'm feeling. Um, I'm, I'm working on uh, uh, that. That tends to take a lot more energy than seeing for some reason. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm working on asking to see the issue uh, rather than feel it first. But feel, uh, feeling at this point is still my 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 uh, strong suit. So let's say uh, 
I'm doing a scan. Um, I'm, 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 in, I'm doing a, a scan um, and I'm coming down somebody's right arm and I get to the wrist and as soon as you get to the wrist, there's a bit of a, um, a slowing in the energy. Um, uh, at that point, what I do is I just bring my intent, my full attention into the wrist um, and see what's going on regarding uh, uh, the joint space of the wrist, the, the nerves in the wrist, the blood vessels in the wrist, what, what's going on, uh, the muscles in the wrist, what's going on in the wrist. And that point I'll begin to feel in my own hand. Um, and that's when I'll begin to see as well um, uh, what's, what's happening. Did I understand you to say that you feel the physical sensation in your own body? Um, I don't feel it the same way that the client would feel it. What I'm feeling in my own body is a pause in the energy. And, mm. and, and, and that brings me to, uh, that brings my attention to the area, knowing that there's, there's something going on there. So interesting. So you're listening to Out of the Fog, and I'm talking with medical intuitive Timothy Wallace. You can find out more about Timothy and his work at timothywallace.com. You can also find him on Instagram, where he is Timothy Wallace Medical Intuitive. So for listeners who are curious about feeling into their own bodies, um, how can they start? They're not going to feel into it the same way you do, because we're not all medical intuitives. But for listeners who are wanting a closer connection with their physical bodies, if they want to start to learn to listen to themselves a bit more, how might they start? You know, it's, it's resoundingly simple. Um, and, and, and hopefully I'll be able to explain that in a way that everyone will understand how resoundingly simple it is. Uh, basically, uh, what they can do is just... Uh, meditate uh, and get themselves to uh you know to that quiet place where where they can feel um that quiet place where 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 uh it's just themselves uh and they can feel little nuances um here and there and the easiest place to start is the top of your head and just concentrate or allow yourself to feel the top of your head and this is something that no one ever takes the time to do just allow yourself to feel the top of your head. And, and as soon as you do that, suddenly, as I'm doing it, um, I'm actually feeling the hair lying on top of my head. <laughs> um, and it's got a certain, it's got definitely got a certain feel to that. Um, so, uh, so in comparison, if I were to do a scan on someone who is bald, it would feel completely different. Um, and, and if you, and you can do this, you know, uh, feel the hair on the top of your head, come down just a little bit, you know, and, and, and this is something no one ever does allow yourself to feel your ears, your outer ears. They've got a distinct feel to them. They actually have, as I'm doing this, um, for myself, I, I, I notice, um, um, that the temperature of the the temperature of my ears is just a little bit less, a little bit lower than the temperature of uh, the rest of my head, um, and uh, due to a, um, a little personal note here, due to a um, uh, a little accident at during childbirth, I've got one ear that's a little bit lower than than <laughs> the other, mm -hmm. and as I put my attention 
on my ears. I'm drawn to that as well. Uh, I had sort of forgotten about that until we started doing our little self scan now. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but yes, I've got one ear that's a little bit lower than, than the other. Uh, and then um, just for um, fun here, I'm just going to go to the tip of my nose and, and feel what the tip of my nose feels like. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And as I'm there, um, you know, it's, it, uh, how do I explain? Uh, as I'm there, it, it's, it's similar to my ears in the respect that it's just a little bit cooler than the rest of my head. But uh, as I go up and into the nose here, uh, I've also, I'm actually inside my nose feeling what's going on here. Um, and I, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, being a little bit uh, facetious here, but I, it, it seems to me that it's time to get the uh, nose hair clipper out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Cause I can definitely feel that. But on top of that, um, um, I am a little bit plugged a, a little bit, a little bit of a, some allergies going on here. Not that I'm feeling allergy wise. I'm just noticing that, that the inner portion of my nose, uh, the airways, uh, just, they just don't feel as uh, open or wide as I would expect them to, or that I'm used to when, when, when they're normal. Um, and that's pretty much how I, I do it um, or how uh, someone in the audience can do it for themselves. Just start at the very top of their head and work their way all the way down. And, and if I'm understanding, you are feeling into what is, not into what you're afraid you might find or are worried that you might find. Correct. Correct. It seems to me that the energy with which we do that scan is important so that we're not putting any anxiety um, onto ourselves as, as we do that. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. When you work with people who have medical anxiety, and a, and a lot of people do, and I think especially now since the last few years, even more people have medical anxiety or are expressing it in that way. What guidance would you have for someone who is always worried something's going wrong with their body? How can they use these tools that you're sharing maybe to, to get some comfort, but also not to drive themselves nuts? Uh, well, you know, um, for the most part, the most important thing is to get to know our bodies um, when they're at baseline or when they're normal. So that when something does come up uh, and we begin to feel into it, uh, we, we can self-assess you know, the, the degree of uh, unusualness, so to speak. Um, and, and that uh, uh, how can this help people who have medical anxiety? So, so uh, you know, you can, if something is reproducible um, over and over again, um, then that would be something that would be concerning and something that would need to need to be looked into. If something is 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 present, but not present all the time, or present just once, it's, that would be something not to be concerned about. Uh, a lot of times, a lot of times, what we need to do is 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 learn how to disconnect the anxiety from the feeling. Mm. And that is, uh, that can be difficult, but is, is, is when you're able to disconnect the anxiety from the feeling. And a lot of times the way we do that, oh, here we go. The way we do that is by feeling into the feeling to begin with. 
So being willing to feel into that feeling of anxiety in order to examine it and clear it. Yes. Mm. When you are working with people in the in the context of this uh, scan, are you feeling not just physical issues, but also energetic and emotional issues that may have helped to create or maybe amplifying the physical issues? Basically, I am tuned in for the most part to the physical issues. Mm -hmm. um, and then what we do is as, as the, the physical issues are identified, um, I pause the scan and then we begin to talk about the physical issue per se. Um, and in the teasing out of that physical issue, usually what is revealed is um, um, some emotion behind that, uh, some fear behind that, uh, or some physical trauma behind that. You had many years in the allopathic sort of uh, system, the health system. Do you guide your people who you work with now, your clients, do you guide them to work within that system as well as working with you? Or how, where do you stand? It's kind of an uneasy mix of options for a lot of people. Yes. What what I see is um, this is a great um, this is a great adjunct to allopathic medicine. Uh, working, uh, bringing these two modalities together is, is very, very powerful, um, simply because of the society that we live in and how litigious it is. <laughs> um, uh, I would not, uh, rec I would not recommend in any way, shape, manner or form that, that, uh, folks turn to me or medical intuitives as their primary source of information, but we are definitely a valuable backup source. Well, we could be a primary source, but then by all means, if something abnormal, unusual, or very concerning is was uh, is, is revealed by all means. Um, this is where allopathic medicine comes in as well. How can listeners get in touch with you to find out more about what you offer? Uh, well, my website is timothywallace.com. Um, and I am also on Instagram at Timothy Wallace Medical Intuitive. Wonderful. Is there something that, as we look at tuning into our bodies and as we're looking at that practical way, right? Sitting with our bodies, letting ourselves feel how we feel. Is there something that you want listeners to know ab about their bodies or about their health? I would say, uh, don't fear either one and don't fear either. Um, don't, don't, don't be afraid to feel an abnormality in your body. If it's truly there, it's telling you something it's there for a reason. Uh, don't be afraid of, by all means, don't be afraid of your, your health. Um, that can only lead to problems. <laughs> uh, um, uh, uh, a lot of times, you know, um, some things you just can't turn a blind eye to. And when you do, um, it can make the problem worse. Well, and there's power in seeing what's there. There's power in honoring what comes up and then taking steps to deal with it, right? And I think sometimes we um, we do ourselves an injury when we won't look squarely at what's right in front of us. Exactly, yes. I've been talking with Timothy Wallace. Thank you so much 
um, for coming to share your wisdom with us. You can find out more about Timothy and his work at timothywallace.com. Find him on Instagram where he's Timothy Wallace Medical Intuitive. And of course, you're always welcome at karenhager.com. That's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private session with me there if you're so inclined. And the fun continues over on Instagram where, where I'm Fog City Psychic. There's more out of the fog content over there. There are occasional photos of Maisie the dog and a peek into my sort of not so secret, really, jigsaw puzzle, puzzle obsession. See what's on the puzzle board, what I'm working on these days. And thank you for listening today. Together, we are spreading a little more light in the world. And a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time. I'm wishing you peace.